you guys, I heard that uh, the old movie Avatar is coming back to the movie theaters. And I'm thinking maybe we can go, but like maybe movie theaters are very expensive now. When are, when was the last time you guys went to a movie theater? What are the prices situation? I don't think I can be much of a help there. I think the last time I went to a movie theater was five years ago. Hmm. I was going to say three years, but you're even, that's even longer. Well, you two were there. We went to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Huh. I'm still trying to remember the last time I got to cinema. Well, I remember Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It was the movie that really had no reason of being 3D, but was still 3D in order to annoy us, right? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> but I mean, isn't that the uh, basic description of every 3D movie ever made? Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, when I was really young... I remember at the start of the 3D movies, there was a 3D warning. Mm-hmm. And the warning was a guy would fall down with the ladder to the chairs, to the watching <laughs> people. Like, like the ladder guy would be falling onto you in 3D. <laughs> That was the only three, only fun I had watching a 3D scene in my life. For me, I really like the... Now you're watching the 3D movie and then the icon, like the... Um, I don't know. In in Turkey, we have this like Cinema Max, and their logo would pop up and then turn and do some fun stuff. Oh, you're right. I remember that. In in like the middle of the movie, yeah, you would have yeah, to put yeah. on your glasses because now you have a 3D scene. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, for me, that was fun. Like rather than the movie itself, like I like the icons, and I think those were the best that used the 3D environment, I guess. But it was fascinating for us back then. It was a new mm. thing and we didn't have any anything similar to that. No, but I think you are missing a point because when 3D first came, uh, it wasn't like, here's a regular movie that is in 3D. People thought 3D was something else. Like you would do 3D movies Yeah. In order to them to be 3D, not like regular movies, but more expensive. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like there was this nature documentary or space mm-hmm. movies type of mm-hmm. things that being 3D actually changed the experience instead of it being, yeah. like I said, more hurtful to your eyes yeah. and headache inducing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like, I mean, I've been living in Berlin for a while. So the last time I was in a movie was like a couple months ago, but I don't know, like, The pricing is kind of decent here. <laughs> um, oh, I'm assuming okay. the pricing in Berlin isn't going to be much help here. Yeah, like maybe I'm now talking in German. <laughs> But <laughs> I mean, like for a regular movie, if you go to a regular like chain theater, you pay around like six to five. If you go to like six to five euros, if you go to a normal, like a, not normal, but like a artsy theater uh, places almost like a museum you pay around 10 let me put that in a perspective um how much does a cup of coffee cost <laughs> in a regular coffee place um three two fifty so three for two cups of coffee you can go to a movie right correct yes that's a yeah I think that's a good measure. Like yeah. before episode, we were actually talking, should we use Big Mac index in order to explain prices? <laughs> <laughs> But I think cup of coffee is a better way of explaining it. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it puts it puts a nice perspective on it. At least it is healthier. 
I'm just like talking about black coffee, you know, regular. Yeah. Or like latte. Nothing super fancy. Yeah. The most boring yeah. <laughs> coffee you can get from the beaker. Basic coffee. Exactly. Boring coffee is good coffee. Mm. I agree. Like you not those fancy I'm in order to avoid saying brand names, I'm gonna slightly <laughs> change the names. Um, not those fancy cauliflower spiced lattes or <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think that's perfect. <laughs> What do you mean? It was it was perfect. <laughs> or, or, or like chocolate toffee latte, those kind of things. Not not yeah. those, not those. Like good old <laughs> cup of joe. I think yeah. cup of joe is yeah. coffee, right? Yes, yes. I don't know. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I think cup, that's actually a thing. Like, cup of joe is an American slang about coffee. Yeah, I think it's more in the East Coast, but I'm not sure if it's a whole, you know, give me a joe. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, East Coast, I believe, is the higher population density place. So it's like, <laughs> if you are an, an American, uh, it is more probable that you are from East Coast. Yeah, you're, you seem to be right. So Enes, do you have you remembered the time you went to the movie? I can't really remember. Isn't it interesting? Because it's so. Maybe I'm getting cold. I don't know again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because when I was young, when I was a middle schooler, I can remember that going to movies was a thing you did with your friends like once yeah. a month or once two months at most. Yeah. And now I. I can't remember the last time I went to movies either. It was many years ago. Yeah, like and um, and you have more kind of options, I would say, like a different genres playing at the same time. Did you? Is that true? Because whenever I go to a cinema, whenever I walk in front of a cinema, by the way, in Turkey, uh, usually cinemas are not different buildings. They are usually a part of a shopping mall. Correct. So yeah, uh, yes, and they are next to the food places so mm. if you are going to eat you are probably going to walk in front of a cinema mm-hmm. and i mean in ankara by the way actually i don't know whether maybe in different cities this is different but It's similar at least in ankara you can see what movies are playing when you go to eating in a mall mm. and whenever i go i see half the places are filled with um large brand movies maybe same movie playing in six different yeah. malls yeah Yeah, that's what I was kind of... I'm not even sure if there is a new genre that came out in the last 20 years. 20? Nah. I mean... <laughs> what new genre of movies appeared in the last 20 years? Like, not new genres, but I mean, what I was trying to say, like, when you went to a movie, you had your classic rom-com, a horror movie, an action movie, yeah. an artistic drama from foreign country. You know, like, you had those kind of options given at like in the same month to you so you had a reason to go back to because okay i seen the action maybe now i want to see the rom-com let's go to the rom-com next week like you know but now it's like you said almost a whole half of the theater is plays like they play the same movie and you only have like three different options almost and um And it's usually the things that you can find on streaming too, because those are big blockbusters. So they come to streaming pretty quickly, I would say. So it's not a place that, oh, like I found it and uh, this is the new one that I haven't seen, but it's in the theaters. So let me look it up. But it's more like, okay, I knew this was coming. 
so it came that's what he, he said but i <laughs> yeah you know like you can just watch it on screen another office joke that no one laughed <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah like that was what i was trying to say yeah i mean clearly over the last years the movie watching thing changed because let me ask you a question i was thinking about this the other day and i would like everybody to answer this which of these two things Do you think cinema is closer to theater or a TV series? I mean, I would say over the theater. No, I would much say it is TV series. I I would I mean... also say TV series. Oh, okay. I couldn't get your question, but now I got it. Yeah, because you have the same movie one, two, three. Yeah, right. Is it that? No, what I'm no not not ordering. My question is: Do you think cinema? Is more similar to a TV series, film watching, more similar to watching a TV series, or more similar to watching a theater? I would say it it is mm. much more closer to TV series, especially in the last past decade or so. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're just focusing on the content. When you think about the whole cinema a watching experience. No, I mean the experience. I mean, experience is more like to a uh, teaching. I think I wouldn't think so. I disagree because, yeah, the reason you are going to cinema is you want to watch it in a big screen or with some other people that you don't know, or I just don't know. You get the whole uh, experience. Well, as I just confessed to having been to a cinema uh, uh, last time five years ago, that is not the connection my brain has to the movies. But like you are thinking about movies, uh, but I'm thinking about cinema itself, like a theater itself, right? Because cinema means a theater to me. It's an amphitheater that you watch a TV in a big screen. Yeah, but that's the thing. You watch TV. In a big screen, <laughs> and with people you don't know, and I don't like people, so I don't go to cinema. That's the reason. That's easy. But I still disagree because cinema to me is something like personally. Even if I'm watching with people, if I even if I'm watching in a like theater, it's something that I can like watch, like for lack of a better word, watch more, get involved with, like chatting around seeing an experience together i wouldn't do that to a theater experience like i would definitely say that at least when you go to watch a play or any kind of like a performance piece you don't eat anything you know it's considered rude like you don't make any sound you you are in your like sharpest way as you much like you can be but like with the with the clothing as well you know like but with theater like cinema or like movie theaters for me it's like a fancy living room <laughs> um <laughs> that i can't afford to have it in my own house so when i want to watch something in a better quality i just go there but i still in my you know super relaxed chill leggings have a bunch of snacks probably didn't bought them from the store in the theater you know like i just Maybe a popcorn, but probably they are super expensive too. So I bring like a popcorn from outside or from home. And I just like watch it there while eating and laughing. But I mean, when I go to an actual show to watch, that's not the case at all. Like I even tried to dress up in a way, at least put some pants on, you know, <laughs> rather than just having leggings. Um, 
and look a little bit more decent because that's kind of the environment you're in. Okay, uh, but let me ask you something about the live performance people not eating. I watch comedy specials mm-hmm. in streaming platforms in a legal way. And when I do that, <laughs> I see that on the audience, there are people drinking beer. Yeah, but that's a that's a different thing. And it is my understanding that this is also true for musicals. Like you can go to a musical with a drink. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Yes, it is. It's less so about the limitations. I think it is more so that in a theater setting, in a play setting, the audience is part of the performance. Like in a way, in cinema, it's never going to be. Mm. So no, I would, I would still count like it is much more akin to watching a TV series. Okay, so I ask this question because how I think is, I think if you ask the same question. 15 years ago, even 10 years ago, I think the answer would have been a resounding theater. Like, it wouldn't have split the room. I agree with that. Aha, mm. I left cinema 15 years ago. Yeah, because we didn't have the streaming back then. Like, I mean, it's not just the streaming, though. It's like the evolution of all of these medium forms. Because 20 years ago, TV was not something that, like, when you watched it, when you watched the TV series... It didn't have like this epic overarching storylines over like 10 episodes, etc. Because mm. it was just not feasible because the way you watch things was not, I'm going to watch a season of this thing. Yeah. It was just, I'm going to open the television and mm-hmm. watch whatever it is on. So these mediums mm-hmm. also have grown with time to shape what they are now. You know, actually, as Turks, I believe we have a little bit of a unique perspective about what TV shows look like. And I would like to talk about that for a bit. Mm. In Turkey, we have two or three hour long TV shows. Yeah. That are yeah. TV series that are written and people act in them. Like one episode. <laughs> yes. Not reality TV, like actual mm-hmm. proper yeah, yeah. fictional television. We have that mm-hmm. three hours long things. Yes. Regular. Uh, we have these things in Turkey. Uh, and these things are built in order to minimize the amount of participation you need to have with the content. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? What I mean is you can sit down, watch the the 50th minute of the 84th episode, and within 10 minutes you are able to understand what people are doing <laughs> to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're 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 completely caught up. Yeah, like, so maybe mm-hmm. that type of content being commonplace in our childhood, I think it's still commonplace, even though we don't watch as TV as much as we did, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. That may be a part of the reason we don't want to watch a movie from start to finish, because in our mind, that what we see on screen is something that you can go off for a few minutes and you don't lose anything. Yeah. And Movies require a much higher attention span than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, like, I don't want to just, like, Turkey has a, I would say, really strong artistic movie experience, too. Like, a Turkish cinema is, like, a really, has a big history with more, like, artistic expression-wise. So, um, but if I go back to, like, let's say, I don't know, um... Like a general common movies, like a Hallmark movie style movies that Turkey also produces. 
you can still have that kind of an experience in a movie format too, you know? I would argue that is not a unique experience to Turkish TV series because, like, look at the very old, like, the 80s, 70s, 80s Turkish movies. Like, when you when you open the television and the, the television is halfway through a Kemal Sunal movie that you have never seen before, you still know the types of characters this man plays and you still know what you're going to get out of it. Even if you're halfway through, you're going to say you're going to see the character and in five minutes, you're actually still caught up. Like you can still do that with foreign movies, too, I would say, like any Adam Sanders movie that you watch. Like, I mean, (laughs) you can get just of it in five minutes, like even if you haven't seen the whole 21st minutes. So I guess like. Maybe it's not super related to Turkey, but overall, like the cinema as an art form and cinema as a entertainment, I guess that's the main difference. Because when you watch like artistic movies, then it's a different experience. It's slow burning. It takes a lot of attention. It's, you know, like a lot of symbolism attached to it. And um, but when you watch any kind of like an action movie or any horror movie or any other like more entertainment focused one, it's not the case. I think the way to frame this is not necessarily action movie and art movie, but maybe more yeah, I mean common denominator and niche movies. This is a whole another can of firms what I I really hate the distinction of artistic movies. Like like I said, because that's not a thing actually. The the thing that is is that some movies are direct to a particular set a small set of people that are a niche genre people. Yeah. And that genre may change. Like you can have like very hard boiled detective movies, very intense horror movies, and they are not built for uh, consumption of masses. They are built for a yeah. specific type of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean also trends also change. I mean, right now we are sick to stomach with superhero movies coming out every month mm. this wasn't the case like back in 90s mm. after after some horrible failures like when i go back to early 2000s like my general movie experience was that there were some that we knew that you have to watch it on a big screen because that was the experience you want to get and there were some that you can watch it on your TV where you go to your local bazaar, found out your local um, pirated CD producer's <laughs> seller, and um, that eventually become your like really good friend because they know what... They, they are one of the best like movie critiques too. I don't know if it was the same for you guys. But I remember my mom would take me to the bazaar and we would find this like pirated TV guy. And my mom would ask like, so what should I watch? Like, you know, (laughs) my mom would ask him to what to watch. And the guy would start giving this whole, this is the new one came from here. Like, it's a good quality. This is the plot. If you like this type of movies before, the director is this. Their previous work was that. And and then you will get like six or seven of them for like 10 Turkish lira. So it will be around like, I don't know, back in the day around like $4 or so. And you will watch it throughout the whole week. And the next week when the buzzer is open again, you will take your CDs back to the guy, trade them and pay maybe extra $1 and get the new ones. 
because you know people are still watching those movies they're still new um so the guy can resell it um but you will get a, some sort of like a discount and that would go on like with the dvds and the cds i don't know have you guys done that <laughs> or is it just my family being super um i, I don't know like n- not doing legal stuff <laughs> Let me comfort you. You are not the only criminal in this house because um, my parents were similar. I mean, my father was similar in particular. And the bootleg movie industry actually in Turkey is quite developed. And there are numer- multiple reasons for that. I'm going to cover them each in a point in a numbered list. Yeah. Oh, no. Number one. <laughs> Number one uh, in Turkey. Up to very recently, like up to maybe 10 years uh, ago, there was a bit of a delay between movie releases in foreign uh, movie theaters and movie releases in Turkey, like a few weeks, yeah, maybe one yeah. month, two months, like yeah. something came to air in America and two months later it's in Turkey. And by that time, of course, they would have acquired, the pirate people have acquired the bootleg copy of that movie and they can sell it to you. Mm. So movie theaters were outcompeted in that regard. And then number two, as people, we Turks like to talk over movies. Like, yes. I actually can't compare this with German <laughs> people. I don't know what they are doing. And maybe Elif can help me with this. But um, really as we love to talk over movies or talk towards the movies, like saying, yes. don't go there, no, and stuff like that. <laughs> actually, usually, you know, we are more of an annoyed people instead of nervous people. Why are you going there? Come on, you yeah. already know what he's doing to you. That kind of, yeah. like, frustrated. <laughs> Comments. <laughs> we had the reaction mm-hmm. videos you know <laughs> in our households because everybody would react to movie <laughs> yeah everybody was movie reacting type of people and because of this we would want to have the movie experience in our homes so there was a bit of attraction there too and finally number three i think in a cinema you have restrictions like yeah. there are maybe 10 uh, holes and back then of course um, a movie playing in three Holes was insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. every movie had one place, and uh, more often mm-hmm. than not, they had to share it. Like, in the morning, they did a child movie, and in, in the night, yeah. they did a horror <laughs> movie in the same room. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But even then, you can maybe have like 10 movies at a time, or yeah. eight movies at a time. The pirate person has 100 <laughs> different movies all set up, spread <laughs> in a suitcase. Yeah, and you can pick whatever, like from whatever country and whatever uh, place, like exactly. And it's always new. Like in cinema, a movie comes and stays for like four weeks, six weeks. Mm. The guy always has always had new things. So if you wanted to watch more than two movies a week, like my yeah. father, that was pretty much the only thing you could do. Like even home, like proper movie releases, wasn't that popular at the time. Yeah. True. They used to come mm-hmm. like one year later. It, it was just not a thing. Yeah, it was just not a thing. Nobody did that. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't have blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like we didn't have movie rental services. Yeah, I mean the 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 trade thing is all new to me. Uh, I remember there was a place that uh, we could rent movies, but when you rented from that place, you usually would go home and 
copy that make a copy yourself so it's not <laughs> that much different you're a different genre of problem <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you are the reason rental services didn't exist by the way you wouldn't be able to copy an original uh, movie dvd or an original movie vcd at home because the there is a thing that blocks you from doing that Yeah. So you are either using a pirate software in order to copy a original CD or you are using a pirate CD and copying that with a whatever thing you are using. Because <laughs> rental people also had pirate movies. No, no, it, it wasn't a thing uh, when it was first popular the beginnings of 2000s. Yeah, we were able to copy it. It didn't have anything on it. You just put this put the CD on and open the something I forgot the name it had some fire in it and you burned it another uh, Nero burning ground yeah yeah Nero <laughs> you just use the Nero to copy it it wasn't anything special you gotta admire the sense of humor with these people <laughs> they did a CD burning well, software and they called it Nero well speaking of Nero <laughs> because that, I, I was kind of surprised about this whole bootleg trade thing or giving back like giving back and buying something else thing because my choice of pirate place was much more sophisticated and he didn't have bootleg CDs he just have has the posters like on the uh, store so you <laughs> you'll say i want this i want to watch this movie and then he would open narrow and the burn burn the movie <laughs> to cd and sell that to you wow. so <laughs> so we didn't even have like bootleg trading he just he just made the copy there the uh, renting place he went did that for games but that's another Nice. Yeah, <laughs> he did that for the games as well. It was it was a joint venture for games and movies. Let me tell you something crazy. I had a PSP when I was young, and <laughs> you know PSPs have you can both put CDs in them and they have a memory. Yeah. yeah. So the guy I went used to put games directly to the memory of the PSP <laughs> in exchange for money. No. Oh my god! I mean, these are illegal, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I think like this was more than 10 years ago. <laughs> Here in in conclusion, we do not endorse any of this. No, no, we don't endorse it. Uh, but <laughs> why they appeared, I think is relevant because... Like, yeah, but I mean, it is kind of interesting because like your first point, you're right. We would get the movies much later. Mm. But that is funny to me because now recently that is happening again. And not just here. Like it literally is happening in like United States where... Some movies do not come to some cities months until months later because movie theaters are so full of like like packing all their saloons with these big movies. Mm. Like I was reading complaints and complaints of people who wanted to watch a movie and it was a popular movie too. Like and it just didn't come to theaters near them because they were busy showing like Disney mm. movies. Mm. Yeah, that uh, theater monopoly thing is an important topic. I think some of you should talk about it in detail because even though our primary audience would be English speaking, they may not be familiar with the concept itself. Yeah, like the if I just slightly explain it, um, especially right after pandemic or during pandemic and general trend of people not going to theaters to watch movies, like big companies like Disney 
started to offer um, some sort of like a legal contract between the theaters and agreeing on like now you show my movies in eight salons that you have out of ten uh, so that uh, like they they kind of gave big endorsement to the theater industry by agreeing with and monopolizing the halls in the theater salons and um so this way they would all just kind of show the big blockbuster movies and since everybody want to watch those generally uh this also allowed a clear um revenue and direct audience to the theaters so it was like kind of risk-free for them um but it's also like Benelli said that it's created this scarcity of showing other movies that wasn't that kind of like a blockbuster movies and a lot of people couldn't have access to them because their local theater had this contract with the Disney in a way, it's like a double-edged sword because one way it allows theaters to stay open because if not, people don't really go and they can't pay their you know, rents and electricity. But with Disney movies being played, it creates like a direct revenue. Um, but at the other end, it creates this monopoly within the theater industry of showing just Disney movies where people can't really access the other niche or non-Disney or non-blockbuster I don't know, like movies or artistic movies from different countries or from different regions. I mean, isn't also a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy? Because if you do not show a movie and show a big blockbuster instead, because you think it's going to bring more money, and then yes, it is automatically is going to bring more money because you're showing it on all the saloons and you're not giving any chance to any other movies. Like the other kind of counter argument is that, you know, there are still some other movies been shown, so it kind of creates this trend of people still going to the theater and kind of finding it out the other movies while they're watching the blockbuster. So hopefully, like in a more optimistic reading, they would come back and watch the other two or other three not really well-known or other niche um, shows. But again, like I don't know how it is exactly done, but there are so many, um, yeah, like there, there are more detailed, informed people on the internet just generally telling how this is actually works and how it affects the theater industry in general. I think um, the general gist of these contracts is this. In order to show any of our movies, yeah. You need to show all of our movies for 40% of your uh, holes all the time. Yeah. Like, if you don't commit 40% of your holes to Disney, yeah. you can't show any Disney movie. Which you don't want to do because you'll go bankrupt if you don't show any. Yeah, because like, if if Frozen comes, you want to show Frozen. But it's it's a very great deal for Disney because they don't have to do a large number of very good movies. They just need to do enough very good movies to incentivize movie studios to make still, and then they can just do mediocre movies. I'm not saying they are doing this. Don't sue us, Disney. 
But I'm just saying, if you if you wanted to do a mediocre movie Disney, you would totally get away with that. Yeah, it's like a new way of new business model. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's not just Disney. Isn't this is basically true for any movie studio where theaters cannot afford to not show their movies, any of their movies. Mm. So they any movie studio big enough can strong arm strong arm this uh, movie theaters doing what they want, which is ironic because. This was literally the reason, like, in America, for us, of course, this isn't the case, but in America, for example, this was the basic the reason they broke up the monopoly of movie studios and movie theaters, because when both belonged to the same studios, like, when movie studios could own movie theaters, they would just show their own movies. But now we are in a, like, twisted version of that, where movie studios don't even have to put the inputs resources to show movie theaters have movie theaters but basically own what they show anyway because otherwise they're just going to show nothing yeah like in america it's definitely slightly different but i just want to kind of go back to like our homeland so like for example right now in turkey like we never really had that kind of a problem but the main problem is right now i would say the general pricing of tickets like if you go back to Avatar being re- really released um, right before the the new one coming up, I remember going to Avatar. Like it was, I think it was m- maybe one of my first actual 3D movies that I watched. When I was in the theater, I was just using these really bad black glasses that I had to take off, like forget to give it back to the theater. And then I use it as like a, actual glasses but without (laughs) lenses and eventually i remember like even in the high school like i would have multiple of them in my um backpack because we would go so frequently to watch movies and like we talked before some of them would be just for the sake of being 3d um but to cut it short um right now the same movie is 10 times more expensive with pricing <laughs> like the same movie that i went to back in 2000 whatever nine the tickets are yeah <laughs> the tickets are 10 times more expensive and um i think like with the turkish theater like i feel like that's the main problem so i always kind of found out myself before the netflix started uh in turkey I would use um, these like streaming web page, like pirated streaming web pages to watch. HD movie house. <laughs> yeah, like where you had <laughs> 720 HP watch full movie. Like, <laughs> you know, those kind of like. <laughs> I mean, that is actually a really interesting thing to pick up because. Like we say that about this, and this is just not true about movies, but also TV series as well. Because like right now we are more lucky in that department where we get like day one subtitles, official subtitles, yeah. day one dubbing, etc. This just wasn't the case ten years ago mm-hmm. when a movie came. If you want to watch it with subtitles and original voice without dubbing, yeah, you had to actually watch it in pirated. Because most of them are dubbed. Like most of them are dubbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially children movies, like mm-hmm. animation yeah. stuff. Yeah, and we were children fifteen years ago. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to our luck, 
animation dubbing is a really good industry in Turkey. Like, yeah. It is, it is unparalleled. Turkish dubs are good overall, but still. The Turkish translation is good in general. Like, yeah. we are very good at translating stuff to Turkish, whether yeah. in writing or mm. in sounds. Oh, I, I think so too. Mm. And that's interesting because we are bad at educating our people in foreign languages. We are instead good <laughs> at translating stuff to ours. <laughs> But no, because there are other countries who are also very bad at teaching their people foreign languages, but they are not as good in translation. So I think yeah. we are lucky in that department. Germany. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, like G German, it's so rare to find English like with subtitles. They love their dubs here. They love it. But well, it's at the same time so bad. <laughs> no, but German is basically English. It's just like very sa same language with <laughs> unnecessary articles. That's that's German. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my Germans. Well, I mean, it is interesting though because we have spent a time talking about 3D, but like let's be real, 3D was basically a gimmick. Yeah. So that you would come to the movie theater instead of watching exactly. it at home, waiting. Yeah, that's mm. exactly. Then the 3D TVs came and they were bad. They were really bad. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is 3D wasn't the only gimmick because I don't know if you guys remember this. Uh, when I think this was with the Hobbit movies, there was mm. like a whole ordeal about frame rates and etc. Yeah. and high frame yeah. rate movies that went mm. nowhere. Mm. But like these things keep happening, like because teachers keep inventing gimmicks to pull people in. Because it's dying. Good. Maybe that's why. Good. <laughs> Is it dying, guys? <laughs> They have to bring people in. No, because that's that's how natural selection works. If you are not competitive, you die. I don't think that's natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. If you like, you compete on your page. That's the motto. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the... if if these if these movies binade cannot compete, they cannot breed out new movies, and then they die. That's their <laughs> yeah. line goes yeah. away. <laughs> But no, let me ask you this, and I'm asking this to everyone, and I will start mm. with NS because he hasn't said anything for a while. Imagine there is the same movie. You can watch it either at home or at a movie theater. Like, I'm just throwing out names here. <laughs> Imagine there's a Disney movie and it's at the same time is also released in Disney+. Plus. Do you have to pay in Disney+, Plus for the movie? If you, you, you already have Disney+, Plus subscription. But sometimes movies in the Disney+, Plus also you need yeah. to still pay for it. They, I don't think they have done it yet in Turkey. I mean, I don't know about that. Like, that's just an example. Uh, you already have the subscription to the streaming service in my scenario. Mm -hmm. But it's also released at the movies in the same time. My question is, uh, which one would you watch the movie in? Under what circumstances? Like, you can go, I would watch it at home if I'm watching it alone. But if with friends, I can, I go to theater. These are well dancers. Yes. Yeah, I think I will watch it at home. And why is that? Yeah. I mean, having watching it at theater is a nice experience, but like I'm a little bit lazy for this thing, I guess. Like you need to get prepared, even though you think you can go with your baggy clothes. But I don't feel like that. I need to go get up first of all and go <laughs> to the <laughs> anything is like a, a place that is not my home, and I will need to arrange it beforehand because I can't. Uh, 
I can't uh, set up the timing. I can't really decide on which time it will start and which time will it will end. So I need to make an arrangement for this and make a uh, reservation. Reservation, yeah. Make a reservation, and I need to arrange people because I don't feel like going alone there. I feel a little bit weird and odd, and <laughs> those arrangements. Those preparations, those plannings, really, I think I will watch it at home. But <laughs> if someone, if some other people will around me to watch it together, it's it's completely fine. So if somebody invites you, it's okay. But if you have to do the planning, you're not down for it. You know, actually, there's a there's a name for that particular uh, situation in network games, <laughs> like. Uh, the game is this like there's the streets and you are, you are better off if somebody cleans it but you are even better off if you are not that somebody but mm. well, I don't so think everybody it's... is trying to persuade others to do the cleaning perfect I mean, it's not about like uh, uh, being the one who's not who do not clean but I don't want to walk in that street as well I mean Mm-hmm. Even though I don't plan it, which is okay for me, I I like planning. But going there is uh, it's it's tiring. It's tiring. Can I ask a, another question to Enes? Um, yeah. Where is the closest movie theater to your house? Hmm. How how far is it? Maybe half an hour. Okay. Like half an hour half or what? Hour. Like walking or micro mobility devices? Oh, on public transport. <laughs> oh, on t- public transit. But like, if you took an e-scooter, how long did that take? <laughs> uh, He's too old for e-scooters. Yeah, I'm too old for this. Uh, I'm too old for this. <laughs> and also, like, I don't like going to shopping mall theaters. Mm. I think that's understandable. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's completely understandable. I I want to watch it in a, maybe uh, indie theater or uh, artsy one, but <laughs> I don't like the shopping mall theaters because in Turkey right now we have a monopoly of the cinema theaters, and I don't like yeah, they are, mm. to go one of them because all of them are same for me. Yeah, but like when I moved to Istanbul, I found some other uh, individual cinemas which are quite nicer, I guess. But still, the movies are same in those as well. Um, but I'm kind of curious what Izzel thinks about the question as well. Um, the first question, like... Um, mm-hmm. Would uh, you watch it at home? or Same the movie, home or cinema. It's no question that I would prefer at home because I really don't like going to a movie theater because... There are a lot of reasons for me. I can't see far. I have to mm. wear my glasses. I don't mm. have to wear glasses if I'm watching on my computer or tablet. I can't. I don't even like to watch movies on the, the TV or projection since still I would need to wear glasses. So it's definitely a ton. And uh, I also agree that... Um, I, I would have to get ready for it. I don't want that. Okay, Binali, can you tell the audience why you would prefer to watch that home? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be that cut on like the starting about it because I actually thought about this. Like I had a recent 
example of this, I mean, not too recent, but when Dune came out, I actually considered it like going and watching a theater and specifically like IMAX because like mm. that is a very cinematic experience. That movie mm. is a very cinematic experience. And I think there is merit to watching it like a large screen. But mm. like when I weighed in uh, what I would need it to do to get to an IMAX, the amount of like the price I would have to pay mm. to watch it. And then, I mean, I mean, even without that, you can put in effort and go and have a nice experience. And I think it would have been worth it. But it's not just that because the biggest problem for me would be that like in that theater, you don't know how many people are going to go show up to that showing. And the fact mm. is, literally just one person can ruin that showing for you mm. and like you have no way of knowing that it's probably me <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't even have to be a permanent thing like somebody can say something mean to you at the door yeah, uh, yeah. that can yeah. ruin the movie yeah. for you yeah. Yeah, but mm. not just that like someone can be too loud someone can be too abrasive and that's just not nice. So mm. what I end up doing is just I watched Dune at home. So yeah, mm. I guess if and I think that was a very justifiable example to watch at movie I, theater. I mean, because mm-hmm. again, like I said, it's a very cinematic experience. It's something that when you watch in cinema and if you have a good experience, it would have been worth it. Mm. So for a random movie, I would definitely watch at home. Because even that I ended up watching at home. What about you, John Dennis? I want to ask you. <laughs> oh, oh the, how the turntables. Uh, so here's the thing. In finance, there's a thing called premium. And what that means is how much you need to be compensated in order to be incentivized at doing something you don't want to do. Okay. <laughs> so in this case, what we are talking about is premium. By the I would watch it at home on every case because at home if i'm watching it alone i have my beautiful second screen larger screen and my earphones are amazing if i'm watching it with people i have a projector that i can project to the wall and i can easily and i don't have like i have just the perfect number of friends to the amount of seating i have at home (laughs) if if i call all my favorite people at home and watch a movie, I can seat them all in a proper seat. Nice. <laughs> and the movie that we are not giving to the movie theater, we, are, we can use to buy pizza. But... <laughs> no. Nice. Um, I am not so sure of that anymore. No, no, no. I I guess it depends on number of people. <laughs> <laughs> I can... Let, mm, and anyway, that's not the point. My point is, so for me, Going to to a cinema actually requires a premium. So you need to give me something extra in order to incentivize me to go to the cinema. Mm. And Mm. I am thinking about like if the movie was free and the food was free. (laughs) I mean, I don't want there to be an endless amount of food for free. I want some food to be free. Free popcorn. Yeah. Like if you come and watch it at cinema, we are giving you a popcorn for free, that kind of thing. I Mm. would consider it, but I would still not be very willing to it because uh, unless they are going to directly incentivize me, unless they are going to say, John Dennis, come and watch, and they are giving you all this free stuff that you are not giving to the people. And if they are doing this a public affair, Mm -hmm. then this place will be filled with people that I (laughs) want 
prefer not to be in the same room with. I have nothing against the person in particular. I'm just I don't like crowded places. I yeah. I don't. Yeah. But even before the pandemic, I didn't like crowded places. <laughs> and <laughs> like unless I have enough people to fill the entire place, entire room, I don't think I would want to go to a movie theater because mm. I don't like getting ready. I don't like paying extra money. I don't like having rules while I'm watching a movie. And by the way, in Turkey, and I'm gonna, I think, is it okay for me to say it? Let's find out. I like to consume alcohol while I'm watching movies. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. in Turkey, that's super illegal. Yeah. For yeah. multiple reasons. And like, the only way I can tolerate most movies is a drinking game. And that's not okay in a movie theater. So I don't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like I can't think of a reason why I would prefer to go to a movie theater. Even if one of my friends comes and says, "John Dennis, I want to watch the same superhero movies next skin for the 50th time. Mm. <laughs> want to do it together?" My immediate response would be, "Let's instead watch something at home, mm. even over Discord. Mm. Let's do that and not bother with going to the place." Mm. So yeah, that's my that's my response. My my premium of watching it in a Theater is extremely high. Mm. <laughs> Or like mm. if you shut down internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. maybe then. And I cannot stream stuff anymore. Then I may I consider it. But still I wouldn't be very mm. warm. I feel like there will be more immediate concerns than watching movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they wouldn't be podcasting about it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I'm the outlier of the group in this sense. I love going to theaters. No, that's good because you give the illusion of diversity in our group. I mean, she even has blonde hair <laughs> versus our bl- black hair. She's our diversity. She's the, she's our token different person. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I guess in Turkey, I wouldn't go because of the prices because it's it's just so expensive. And also, like, I like to go with my family, like going to movies is like a really family uh, thing that we do. And um, yeah, like m- kind of like is my mom and my dad, like they don't really like reading subtitles that much. Sometimes it's too loud for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, in, like since I came to Germany or while I was in the States, I would go pretty regularly because... Um, First, it was really cheap and I really didn't have a lot of to do and I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> so I would fill my time while I was waiting for something. I would rather go to a movie alone and just watch something, you know. Um, or like especially during summer, because in Germany there are no ACs. Um, the only AC plays are shopping mall or the movie theaters. I would I wouldn't even search for a movie. I would just go and enter the next screen screening. And um, that was kind of my way to escape from the heat while I was in a cold movie theater. Um, but again, like it, the main reason is because I was paying around like five euro and um, five euro is like really cheap. And it was in English. So I didn't have to worry about um, German like that's kind of like unique to Berlin because um in other places it's usually in German so um but I overall enjoy going to theater like the darkness being alone I I like watching movie alone in theater rather than with my friends because I 
I liked the talking <laughs> while I was watching, like commenting <laughs> and pausing the music. Like I, I am a pause watcher. So sometimes I do pause the movie and then talk and then continue. Um, especially if something really weird or strange happened um, during the scene or whatever. But when I'm alone uh, in the theater, it's like usually just to spend some time. Um, I don't know if it kind of answers the question but overall this is it's a bit of a different opinion in the sense that usually when you ask people why they want to go to a movie theater their responses usually along the lines of i like doing things with my friends like people prefer uh, movie theaters because of the social angle which is opposite mm. to what you are describing yeah because i i do- totally disagree with the social like you sit in a dark room for three hours without talking to anyone that's been there for you and everybody has like a limited time. So, um, and you don't even have enough time afterwards to talk about the movie because everybody already spent like two hours in the theater. So they're like, oh, I have to go like maybe in a half an hour. So you don't really have time to discuss and actually spend time with your friends. So, um, that's kind of my take with having a social event with friends. Like if you're just a two people, like, you know, sitting next to each other, you can slightly whisper, I'm sorry, I'm that person in the theater, then it's okay. But if you're like a larger group of friends, I think it's totally not, like either you have to meet before to hang out or afterwards. Because if you just, the event is seeing a movie together, I don't think it's it's that much of a shared event in a theater unlike watching it at home. You know, I used to organize movie uh, showings for the society in college. Mm-hmm. And what we did was, we said we are going to this movie and people who were interested would contact us and we would get a group ticket for the group. Mm-hmm. And we would go there. And the way that went is we would go before, we would do all the food stuff and then mm-hmm. enter and then, you know, mm-hmm. get scrambled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I agree with you. It's a perfect way of, like, if you are interested in spending time with people without actually spending time with them, <laughs> this is an excellent way to do this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And by the way, I think there's a different thing that we are not really talking about. I live in my own house. Mm. Uh, similar with Isa, similar with you. And I think some people use cinemas for escapism. True. For, like, getting out of their house. They want to not be in their house mm-hmm. and they use a cinema for it. Yeah, like for me, it's the same way. And obviously that doesn't apply to me. That's wild. And I spent half my life trying to escape from this house. Mm. No, but you like doing fun things. That's why <laughs> cinema isn't very attractive to you. But you know, there is a different reason why I don't like going to the cinema. Mm. And that's because as an old person, it is very dangerous to put me in a dark room for two hours <laughs> and expect me to not fall asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I think I fell asleep the last time I went. Same. Related. Same. Yeah. <laughs> but mine was an artsy film. It's a, it, And it was actually in New York Film Festival. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, I'm going to New York Film Festival with my friend. Wow. And, and I fall asleep. <laughs> no, I fell asleep in a Marvel movie. <laughs> I fell asleep in Divergent, by the way. I remember oh. the movie. <laughs> I don't know what happens in the second half of the movie. 
it, it's okay. It's okay. They were also fell asleep uh, making Divergent, which is why the series didn't finish. <laughs> One time, my dad fell asleep and he woke up to his fart sound. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Marvel movie.